0: Jungle Tales of Tarzan by Edgar Rice Barrows Chapter 11 A Jungle Joke Time seldom hung heavily upon Tarzan's hands. Even where there is sameness, there cannot be monotony. If most of the sameness consists of dodging death, First in one form, then in another, or inflicting death upon others, there is a peace spice to such an existence, but even this Tarzan the Eighth varied in activities of his own invention. He is gravely full-grown now, the grace of a Greek god and the fruits of a bull, by all tenants of adom should have been sullen, morose, and brooding. But he was not. His spirit seemed not to age at all. He was still a playful child, much to the discomfort of his fellow apes. They could not understand all him or his ways. With, For their mature, with maturity, they quickly forgot their youth and its pastimes. Nor could Tarzan quite understand them. It seemed strange to him that a few moons since he had wrote. Tug about an ankle and dragged him screaming through the tall jungle grasses and then rolled and tumbled in a good natured mimic battle when the ape had freed himself. And today he had come up behind the same Tug and pulled him over backward upon the turf. He said, A playful young ape, a great snarling beast, that had whirled and leapt for his throat. Easy Tarzan eluded the charge and quickly Tug's anger vanished. Though was not replaced with playfulness, yet the ape man realized it took was not a move, nor was he a amusing big bull ape seemed to have lost whatever sense of humour he once may have possessed. A grunt of disprovement, young Lord Greystoke turned off, turned to other fields of endeavour, a strand of black hair fell across one eye, he brushed it aside with a palm of the hand, a toss of his head. She has something to do, so he sought his quiver, which lay crinched, clenched in the hollow hole bowl of a lightning riven tree, removing arrows he turned the quiver upside down, removing upon the ground contents of its bottom his few treasures. Among them was a flat bit of stone and shell which he picked up from the beach near his father's cabin. The great K rubbed the edge of the shell back and forth upon a flat stone until the soft edge was quite fine and sharp, it worked much as a barber does who hones a razor, with every evidence of similar practice, his proficiency result with years of painstaking effort, and he had worked out a method of his own for putting an edge upon the shell. He even tested it with a ball of his thumb. When he met with his approval he grasped a wisp of hair which fell across his eyes, grasped it between the thumb and the first finger of his left hand, and sawed upon it the sharpest sharpened shell, which it had severed. All round his head he went about went until his black shock was rudely bobbed with a rag bang, bang in front. The prince of it he cared nothing, but the matter of safety and comfort it meant everything, but like a log of hair falling in one's eyes. at one moment might mean all the difference between life and death while straggling strands hanging down one's back. While one most uncomfortable, especially when wet, with drew or rain a purpose for a ration. Tarzan laboured and his tonsured tart to a little task. His active mind was busy with many things he recalled his recent battle with Bogoli, the gorilla, the wounds of which were just hit, hit, but, well, but just healed, he pondered the strange sleep adventures of his first dreams. He smiled at the like painful outcome for this last practical joke upon the tribe. When dressed in the hide of a number of the lion, he came roaring upon them. Only to be leapt upon and was killed by the great bulls, whom he taught how to defend themselves from an the attack of their ancient enemy his head lugged off to his entire subservation and seeing no possibility his pleasure in accompanying the tribe tires it swung into the trees and set off to the direction of his cabin but what, when part way there his was attracted by a strong scent spore came from the north as the scent of Gomorrah. curiosity. The best developed common heritage of man and ape always prompted Taz and investigate where the Gomari were concerned. There was was that about them which aroused his imagination, possibly because of the diversity of their activities and interests. They each lived to eat and sleep and propagate. Same was true of all other denizens of jungle, save the Gomari. These bat fellows danced and sang, scratched around in the earth from which they had cleared the trees and underbrush. They watched things grow, and when they had ripened, they cut them down, put them in straw-thatched huts, made bows and spears and arrows, poison, cooking pots, things metal to away around their arms and legs. Hadn't been for the black faces, their hideously disfigured features, in fact, one of them, the slain colour, Tarzan might have wished to be one of them. At least he sometimes thought so but always at the fault that rose of him a strange revulsion of feeling which he could not interpret or understand he simply knew he hated the Gabori and he would rather be Heshtar hech- hech- the snake than one of these. But their ways were interesting and Tarzan never tired of spying upon them. From them he learned much more than he realised Though he always his principal thought was of some new way which he could render Elias miserable baiting the blacks was tarzan's chief divert. tarzan realized now that the blacks were very near and there were many of them so he went silently and with great caution noiselessly he moved through the lush grasses of those open spaces and where the forest was dense, swung from one swaying branch to another, leapt lightly over tangled massive of falling trees, where there was well, there was there was no way for the lower terraces. The ground was choked and passable. And so presently came upon came within the sight of the Black Warriors of Boga, The chief they were engaged in pursuit with which Tarzan was more or less familiar having watched them bon, on other occasions, a placing the a bait in the trap for Number the Lion, caged upon wheels which they were trying to they were trying a kid, so far, saying so And when a t timber t- seized the unfortunate creature, all the cage would drop behind him, making him a prisoner. these things the blacks have learned in their old home. <coughs> I think these things the blacks have learned in their own old home for the escape from the untracked jungle to the new village formerly dwelt, dwelt in the belgium congo and the quarities of heartless oppressors had driven them to seek the safety of unexplored solitudes upon beyond the boundaries of Leopold's <clears> poles <throat> in their old life they had often had trapped animals for the ages of european dealers learned from them certain tricks such as this one, which permitted them to capture even Nimba by uh, injuring him, and transport him to the, in safety and comparatively to their village. Now longer was there a white market for their savage wares, a still effective incentive for taking of Nimber alive. First was the necessary riddling ridding the jungle man eaters, was only able to, to profitations by these grim and terrible scourges that lion hunt, was organized. Secondly, it was excuse for all due separation it was a hunt successful, and the fact that such fates were rendered doubly pledgeable by the presence of live creatures and might be put to death by torture. Tarzan of what witnessed these cruel rituals and past, being himself more savage than savage warriors of Kumari. He did he was not so shocked by Cordu then he as he should have been. They yet they did not, sh- they- yet they did shock him. He could not understand the strange feeling of revulsion which possessed him at such times. He had no love for Nimba, lying yet he bristled with rage. The blocks had fit upon him, from enemy, such indignities and cruelties as only the mind of one creature moulded in the image of God can conceive. <clears throat> upon the two occasions he f- freed Nimba from the trap. Before the blacks that have reached to discover their success of the failure of their venture. You would do the same today, that they decided immediately to realize the nature of their intentions. <coughs> <coughs> Upon two occasions you fled, freed Limba from the trap before blacks had returned to discover the success of failure of their venture. You do the same today. He decided to immediately you realize the nature of their tensions. Even trapped in the center of the broad elephant trail near the drinking hole, the worries turned back toward the village. The morrow they would come again. Tarzan looked after them, and put his lips an unconscious near heritage of unguested caste. He saw from them foul. Along the broad trail, beneath the hope of our main verdure leafy branches mo- looped and festooned creepers, brushing embered shoulders against the gorgeous blooms which inscrutable nature had been fit to lavish most profusely ferv- furthest from the eye of man. The Tarzan watched for the narrowed lids, and lest, last of the warriors disappeared beyond the turn of the trail, but she noted an urge of newborn thought. A slow grim smile touched his lips. He looked down upon the frightened bleeding kid, advertising its fear, his innocence, its presence, and its helplessness. Chopping the ground toes and approached the trapman entered. seven defiable call. which is adjusted loop, dropped the door at proper time. He loosened the living bait, tucked it under his arm, and stepped out of the cage. His hunting night be quiet in the frightened animal. Severing so, his juggler, when he dra- went, he dragged it. Bleeding along the trail upon down a drinking hole. Half smile persisted upon his own gray face. was an eight and eight men stooped with a hunting knife and quick, strong fingers deftly moved the dead kid's viscera. Scraping a hole in the mud, he buried his parts, which he did not eat, and swinging the body to his shoulder, took to the trees. For short distance he pursued his way. In the wake of the black warriors coming down presently to bury the meat, his kill, where we was safe in the preparations of Dango, the or other meat eating beasts and birds of the jungle. is hungry and been or here he had been all had he, been obese, he would have eaten. His man mind could entertain urges even more potent than those of Benny. Now he's concerned with the idea which kept a smile upon his lips, his eyes sparkling into precipitation, the Idea is it which permitted him to forget he was hungry. Meat safely catched Tarzan trotted along the Tarzan, the elephant trail of the two or three miles from the cage he overtook them. Then he swung into trees, and followed them above them, above and behind them, awaiting his chance. Among the blacks as rabbi, Kinga, the witch doctor, Tarzan hated them all, but Rimba, Rimba Kinga he especially hated. The bucks filed along the perennial path. Rimba Kinga, being lazy, lazy dropped behind. This Tarzan noted and filled him with satisfaction. His being rated a grim and terrible content. Like an angel death he hovered above the unspected black. Rimba Kinga, knowing the village was but of a short distance ahead. Take down the rest, rest well, O oh, Grabo Kinga. It was thy the last opportunity. Tarzan crept stealthily along the branches of the tree above the well fed, self satisfied witch doctor. He made no noise that the dull ears of man could hear but the soughing of a gentle jungle breeze among the undulating forage of the upper terraces. When he came close above the black man, he halted. Well concealed by leafy branch and heavy creeper. Bimbukinga sat with his back against the ball of the tree. Facing Tarzan's position was not such as the waiting beast of prey desired, and so with infinite patience of the wild hunter, the ape man crouched motionless and silent as a graven image, till the fruit to be ripe for the plucking, poisonous it buds angering out of space. Loaded circling close to Tarzan's face. Eight men saw and recognized it the very esteem but death for lesser things than he. For him it would mean days of anguish. He didn't move, his glittering eyes remained, fixed upon Ramakinka. Of acknowledging the presence of winged torture by a single glance. He heard the follow the movements of the insect with his keen ears, and he felt it the light upon his forehead. No muscle twitched for the muscles of such as, as are the servants of the brain. Down across his face crept the horrid thing over nose and lips and chin. but his throat it pulls and turning, we it traced its traps. Tarzan watched Rimba Kinga. Not even his eyes moved, so motionless he crouched that only death might have counterpart his notionless. The quick insect crawled a put on wood over the nut brown cheek and stopped, his antennae brushing the lashes of his lower lip. Did you and I would have started black? Tudded back, closing our eyes and struggling the thing, but you and I are, are slaves, not the masters of your, our nerves. And a thing called over the eyeball, the ran. man, believable, he would yet have remained wide eyed and rigid, but he did not. By a moment, he loaded the book uh, close to the lower lid. It rose and buzzed away. Down towards Ranga Kanga, it buzzed. The black man saw it, struck it at it and was strung upon a cheek before it killed it. He rose with a hell of pain and anger. He turned right up the trail to, up towards the village of Mambola, the chief. His broad black back was exposed to the silent thing watching above him. If turned, leave creat creature figure lay figure shot forward and downward from the tree above his Broad shoulders. The impetuous spring creature carried Rembokunga, to the ground. He felt strong drawers close upon his neck and he tried to scream. Still, fingers throttled his throat. Powerful warrior struggled to free himself, but he was a child in the grip of his adversary. 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 Presently, Tarzan released his grip upon the other's throat. But Time that Rumbakunga essayed a scream, the cool fingers choked him painfully. At last, the warrior desisted, and Tarzan ro- half rose and kneeled to so his victim's back. When Rumbakunga struggled to rise, the ape man pushed his face down to the dirt of the trail a bit the rope and it secured the kid. Tarzan made Rumbakunga's wrists secure behind his back, and he rose and jerked his prisoner to his feet, faced him back. Along the trail, pushed him on ahead. Until he came to his feet, that did Roman Bakuga obtain a square look at his assailant? He saw that it was the white devil guard. His heart sank within him. His knees trembled, but as he walked along the trail ahead of his captor and was neither injured nor molested, his spirits slowly rose. So he took heart again. Possibly the devil guard did not intend to kill him after all. Had he not had little Timbo, oh, he power for days without harming him, he not spared Mumbora. Timbo's mother, though you did easy, might have slain her. Then they came up upon the cage, upon the cage which Mumbakunga, the other black boys of the village of Mumboga. Boga, the chief had placed a bait for Numba. Mumbakunga saw that the bait was gone was gone for which there was no line within the cage, nor was the doors dropped. He saw him feel a wonder, not unmixed with the apprehension. He prevented his dull brain in some way, combination of circumstances, a connection with his presence there as his pri- as the prisoner of the white devil god. None was he wrong, Tarzan pushed him roughly into the cage. In another moment, when Congo understood. Cold sweat broke from it every pore of his body. He trembled, as with Ugu, for the ape man was binding him securely to the very in the very spot the kid previously occupied, which doctor pleaded first for his life, then for the death less cruel, but he might as well have been s- saved his plea for Number, since already directed towards a wild beast, understood no word of what he said. But his constant jabbering only but not only annoyed Tarzan, who worked in silence, but suggested that later the black might raise his voice in cries as cure. He stepped out the cage, covered a handful of grass with a small stick, and returned jammed the grass into Rambokenga's mouth, laid a stick crosswise between his teeth, and fastened it there with the foam, from where came the lion calf. now the witch took the doctor but rolled his eyes and sweat last Tarzan left him eight men went first to the spot where he cached the body of the kid digging it up he extended in the tree and proceeded, proceeded to safely satisfy his hunger but remained he again buried while well, he swung a long away from the trees to the waterhole and going to the spot where the fresh cold water bubbled, From between two rocks he drank deeply. The other beast might wade in the drink, and drink stagnant water, but not but not Tarzan the apes. Set mantis his fetishis with his hands, he washed his every trace of the repentant smell, Gamari, and from his face the blood of the kids. Raising, rising, he stretched himself out, not unlike some huge lazy cat, Climbed in a nearby tree and fell asleep. When he woke, it was dark, for a faint luminous sea still tingled waves in the heavens. A lion moaned and coughed as he strode through the jungles for water. Approaching the drinking hole, Tarzan grinned sleepily, changed his position, and fell asleep again. When the blacks and Momongboga, the chief, reached their village, they discovered that Wimper Kinga was not among them. And when several hours had the elapsed, they decided. As something had happened to him, it was the hope that Majority of the tribe, whatever happened to him, might prove her fatal. They did not love the witch doctor. Love and fear seldom are playmates, but as warrior and as a warrior, he is a warrior. And so Mumboga organized a searching, par- searching party. That was his own that his own grief, was not unsurgeable might had been gathered from the fact he remained at home and went to sleep. The young warriors whom he sent out remained just steadfast, the purpose of fully half an hour, when unfortunately for Rambakunga, upon so sight a thing made a fate of a man rest. Honeybird attracted the attention of the searchers and led them off to the judicious door previously marked down for betrayal. Rambakunga's doom was sealed. The searchers returned empty-handed, and Bogoga was wolf. But when he saw the great store of honey he brought with him his rage subsided, already to do bow, young, agile, and evil-minded, the face his as he painted, practising black art upon a for sick infant, and fond hope of succeeding. The office and sprint of syrup criticised For the woman, the old witch doctor, might, mo- would moan and howl. Tomorrow he'll be forgotten. Such is life, such is fame, such is power. In the sense of the world's crisis of civilization, The depths of black primal jungle. Always everywhere. Man is man. Nor has he altered greatly beneath his veneer since it's skewered to home between two rocks to escape the Taurosaurus wreck. Taurosaurus six million years ago. The morning following the disappearance of Runga Kunga. The warriors set out with Mumboka, the chief, Zamin trap, a set for number. Long before they reached the cage they had heard the roaring of a great lion. Guess they had made a successful bag. <clears throat> it was with shouts of joy that they approached the spot where they found the captive. They should have found their captive. Yes, there he was, a great magnificent specimen, a huge black mane lion, worries a were frantic with delight. They leapt in the air and uttered savage cries, all factory cries, and then they came closer. Their cries died upon their lips, and their eyes went wide, so their whites showed all around their irises. Their protruding lower lips drooped with their drooping jaws. They drew back in a terror as slight within the cage, the mould and mutilated corpse of what had yesterday been Rumbakunga, the witch doctor the lion had been so angry and frightened to feed upon the body of his kill, he had vented upon it much of his rage till it was a frightful thing to behold from its perch in the nearby tree to the apes, lord greystoke looked down upon the black warriors and grinned once again his self-pride and nobility practical jokers asserted himself lain dormant for some time following the painful morning he received that time he leapt upon the apes of Koenig, clothed in skin and number, but his joke was a decided success. After a few moments of terror, the blacks came closer to the cage. Rage taking the place of fear, a rage, fear, rage and curiosity. How did one happened happen to be in the cage? There was the kid? There was no sign, no remnant of the original bait he looked closely and he saw the horror of the the corpse, an entwined old fellow was bound with a very cold which is the good kid who could have done this thing he looked at one another Tum-tum-o was the first to speak he had come hopefully out with expedition that morning somewhere he might find evidence of death as now he found it he was the first to find an explanation the white devil god he whispered it is the work of the white devil god no one contradicted to the for indeed who else could it have been but a great white careless ape that they all felt so feared so their hatred of tarzan increased again increased fear of him and tarzan sat in his tree and himself no one there felt sorrow because of the death of Rumbokunga, but each of the blacks experienced a personal fear a genius mind, which might discover, for any of them, a death equally horrible, to that the witch doctor had suffered, subdued so and thoughtful company had dragged the captive lion among the broad elephant path back to the village of Mumboga, The chief, it was a sigh of relief that they finally rolled it into the village and closed the gates behind them. Each experienced a sensation being spied upon the moment they left the spot, the trap had been set. Oh, none has seen or heard ought to give tangible food to, their f- to this, his fears. A sight in the body of the cage was a lion, the women-children village set up, most frightful elimination, working themselves into joyous hysteria, far transcended the happy mis- misery, devised by the most civilised prototypes, who made a business of dividing their times between them movies and the neighbourhood funerals and the friends and strangers, especially strangers. From a tree overhanging the post Tarzan watched all that pass within the village. He saw the frenzied women tantalizing the great lion, with sticks and stones, cruelty the blacks towards a captive, always included, induced in Tarzan a feeling of angry contempt for the Gilmae, and he attempted to analyze his feeling Found it difficult for so during all his life, he accustomed to sights of suffering cruelty. He himself was cruel. All the beasts of the jungle were cruel. cruelty of the blacks was of a different deodorant, cruelty of wanton torture, helpless. With the cruelty of Tarzan and other beasts was the cruelty of necessary or of passion. Perhaps he had known it. He might have credited to this feeling of repugnation a sight of necessary suffering to the heresy. Her- heredity to the gem of British love of fair play, been bequeathed by him by his mother- father and mother. Of course he did not know, says all says he still believed his mother had been Carla the great ape. Just in proportion of his anger rose. Against Gamari's savage sympathy went out to Slimba the Lion. Although Nimble was his lifetime enemy, there neither bitterness, contempt in Tarzan's sentiments towards him. ape man's mind lived there for the determination, for under fault of the blacks and liberation of lion. We must accomplish this some way, in which the cause of Gumari the great shell of skin discomfort. God did there watch in him, proceeding beneath him, so all the warriors seized. Upon the cage once more and dragged it between two huts. So Tarzan knew it would remain there, not only till evening, and the blacks were planning a feast and orgy and celebration to capture. So the two warriors were placed beside the cage, and those drove off the women and children, young men, who would eventually eventfully torture Nimba to death. He knew the lion was safe, till so we needed for the evening's entertainment it would be more cruelly and scientifically tortured for education of the entire tribe. Ertazen preferred to blake the Blacks in the fre- a manner of his fertile imagination could evolve. He, in some half-formed conception, of such as fears and his sensual dread of night, he decided to wait till darkness, fall, and black Blacks partly worked to hysteria a dancing religious rites before he took a bit of any steps for the free nimble. Meanwhile he had the idea inadequate to the possibilities of various factors at the hand who occurred to him, nor was it long before one did. He swung off through the jungle to search for food when a plan came to him. First it made him smile a little, and then look then looked dubious for him to retain a vivid memory of the dire results. Followed carrying out a very wonderful idea, among among almost identical lines. Yet he did not abandon his intention. A moment later, food momentarily temporarily forgotten, he swinging through the middle terraces of rapid flight towards the stamping ground of Tribokelik, the great ape. At his once he lighted the mist of the little band within approaching him, as his approach saved by a hideous scream, such as his praying from a branch above his, above him then. Fortunate for the apes of Celic, that his kind is not subject to heart failure, for the methods of Tarzan subjected them to one severe shock after another. Nor could they ever cuss themselves to eight man's peculiar his sense of humour, duller humour, now that he saw him, it was it was they merely snarled and grumbled angrily, grumbled angrily for a moment, resumed their feeling, feeding or in napping that he had interrupted, He'd having, he had having had having had his little joke, made his way to the hollow tree where he kept at his treasures, hid from his from the inquisitive eyes and fingers of fellows of minchievious little menus. There he drew a closely rolled hide, a hide of number, the head of the Clever bit primitive cooing and mounting once had been the property of the witch doctor Rumba to Tarzan Solomon from the village. But this he made his way back through the jungle towards the village of the blacks, stopping to hunt a feed upon the way. In the afternoon he was napping for an hour, so it was already dusk, when he entered the great tree which overhung the press of the he gave him a view to a village, he saw that Nimble was still alive. guarded even dozing beside the cage, lied no great novelty to black man. Lion country, first keen edge of their desire, the worried brute had worn off. The villagers paid little or no attention to the great cat, preferring now to await the great grand event of the night. Nor was it long after dark before the festivities commenced. The beating of Tom Toms, a lone warrior, crouched half-dourable, leaped into the firelight. In the centre of the great circle, a note of other, of other warriors behind him stood a squatted. the women and children. Dancers painted and armed for the hunt. His movements and gestures suggested the search of spoil again. Bending low, sometimes resting for a moment on one knee, searched the ground for sign of the quarry again. He posed, statuate, listening, warrior's young and lathe of graceful, his full mottled and arrows straight. A firelight glitter upon his embon body, brought out into broad relief the grotesque designs painted on his face breast of adamant. Presently bent down to the earth, then leapt high in the air. Every line of f- face of body showed he had leapt, struck a scent. Immediately he leapt towards the circle of warriors about him, telling them his find and summoning him to the hunt. It is all in pantomime, but it was so truly done. He Tarzan will follow it all to the last detail. He saw the other warriors grasp their hunting spears, leap to their feet to join the graceful step of the... the Stalking dance, it was very interesting that Tarzan realised that if he was to carry out his design to Cecil, concluding he must act quickly. He had seen their dances before and knew after stalk would come the game at bay, then killed during which number was surrounded by warriors and, and, and unapproachable. Lion-skin under one arm, the ape-man dropped to the ground as dense, showed beneath the tree and circled Behind the huts, the two came out directly in the rear of the cage, of which number paced nervously to and fro. The cage is now unguarded the two warriors having left it to take their places among the other dancers behind the cage was adjusted the lion-skin about him, just as he had upon the memorable occasion when a coach prefer to pierce his disguise, Gilbertberts slayed him, and there then. My hands and knees who crept forward, emerged, from behind the two huts that stood a few paces back to a dusky audience, whose whole attention was sent upon the dancers before them. Tarzan saw the blacks now worked themselves to a proper pitch of nervous energy, excitement, to be ripe for the lion. At the moment the ring of spectators, spectators would break to a point nearest the caged lion, and the victim would be rolled in the centre of the f- circle. It was that moment Tarzan waited. At Last it came, a signal was given by Maboba, the chief of which the women and children, immediately in front of Tarzan, rose and moved to one side leaving a broad path opening towards the great lion. Same instant Tarzan gave a voice to the low, roaring cock-roll of the angry lion, sunk slowly forward through the open lane towards the frenzied dancers. Women saw him first and screamed instantly, panicked the immediate vicinity of ape men. John light like which their fire fell upon the lion's head, and blacks leapt to the conclusion. The Tarzan knew they would, the captives have escaped this cage. And over all, have moved forward, dancing warriors, poles, but an instant have been hunting a lions securely by within a strong cage. Now is at liberty among them. A totally different aspect was placed upon the matter. And their nerves were not tuned to this emergency. The women and children already <coughs> have fled to the question of all safety that their nearest huts. Warriors were not long in following the example. The President Tarzan left his self-possession the village street. But not but not for long, nor did he wish to be thus long, left long alone. He not confront Port, his scheme presently, had peered forth from a nearby hut, and another, and another, till a score of more warriors were rocking out upon him, waiting for his next move, waiting for lion to charge, attempt to escape from the village ready in their hands against evil charge bolt freedom and then the lion arose erect from its high legs the thorny skin dropped from it and it stood revealed before the fire like the straight young figure of the white devil guard. for an instance the blacks are too astonished to act they feared his apparition fully as much as they did remember yet they would gladly have slain the thing could they quickly Enough have gathered enough to gather their wits, the fierce impetition, natural mental density, held and paralyzed while well, the men stooped stoop, and covered up with lion skin. They saw in turn, then walk back to the shadows of the far end of the village. Not until did they gain courage of pursue and when they had come into force, banished spears and loud war cries, or has gone, not in an instant. Tarzan pulls in the tree. Throwing his skin upon a branch, he leapt again to the village on the opposite side the great bull. great ball. Diving to the shadow of the hut, ran quickly to where the lay the caged lion. Bringing it up the cage, he pulled down the cord. Raised the door, and a moment later, great lion, and primed his strength and vigour, leapt out to the village. Tavorish, returning from fruit of search of Tarzan, saw him step into the firelight. Ah, there was a great there was the great devil god again after his old trick. Did he think he would fall twice fall, on Marina Babola, her chief, in the same way in so short a time? It was, they would show him. For long had they waited for such an opportunity to rid themselves of the fearsome jungle demon. As they won, they rushed forward and raised the spears. women children came from the huts to witness the slaying of the devil god. Lions turn blazing eyes upon them when they swung. About towards walls of warriors, then swung about towards the walls of warriors, shouts of savage joy, the triumph came toward him, menacing him with spears, the devil god was theirs. Then with a frightful fall, nimba lion charged, Men bavonga, the chief. Met nimba with ready spears and screams of reality, a solid mass of muscle and embery, embery. They waited the coming of the devil god. Yet beneath their brave exteriors, led a haunting fear that all might not be quite with them. The strange creatures had not proved invulnerable to their weapons. Inflicted upon the very f- them full punishment for their effrontery, the, f- 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 the charging line was all too lifelike. They saw in the brief instant their charge, but beneath their tawny hide, they knew that hid the soft flesh of a white man. And now could they answer withstand? And how could it withstand the salt of when he wore spears? In the forefront stood a huge young warrior, in full arrogance of his might and youth. Afraid, not he. He laughed and cracked his spear, setting the point to the broad to for the bull beast, and then the line him. The, the great paws swept about about that heavy wall, laid a heavy war of spear, rendering it in the hand man, like of man by spent to a dry twig. Down went the black, his skull crushed by another blow. Then lion was in the midst of the warriors, clawing and tearing to right and left. Nor, not for long did they stand their ground. A dozen men were mauled before the others made great good escape those four frightful talons and gleaming fangs. Until the villages fled hither and thither. No hut seemed to the to leave secure asylum. Remember, Ranger within the placard. From one to another fled the frightened blacks. On the centre of the village, numbers stood glaring, glowing, growling, growling above above his kills. Last of tribesmen, flung wide to the gates of the village, thought safely amid the tranches of the forest trees beyond. Like a sleep, these fellows followed him. A lion is dead remained among lone in the village. Near by trees, a man and saw the lion lower his great head and seize one of his victims by the shoulder. Then, with slow, stately tread, moved down the village street, upon the open gates, and on to the jungle. It saw and shuddered, and from under a tree, Tarzan saw and smiled. For an hour elapsed after the lion had disappeared, his feast before the blacks ventured down the trees and returned to the village. I wide eyes rolled for one. From side to side, naked flesh contract, contracted more to the chill of fear than the chill of the jungle night. Was he all the time, murmured one, with the devil-god? Change yourself from lion to man and back into lion. whispered with another. You dragged him with a into the forest. It is eating him. To the first shuddering. We are no longer safe here, wolf, vowed of wolf. Let us take our belongings and search for another village, sight far from the haunts of the wicked devil-god. But when the morning came renewed courage, so that the spirits of preceding the evening had little of effect than decrease their fear of Tarzan and strengthen in belief in his supernatural origin, thus waxed the fame and power of the ape-men, mysterious halts of the savage jungle, where he ranged, mightiest of beasts, because of the mankind mind, which directed his great muscles and his flawless courage.